everyone for attending. My name is Daniel Fonda. I am the Northern California Territory Rep for Pacific Clay. Normally, I like to get started um, by kind of asking everyone their name, um, but I understand virtually that's a little tough to do. Uh, I just like to get to know everyone and see how long they've been with the company, but we'll just skip that part for now and just assume everyone's been here for 20 years. Uh, and everyone's name is Mike. No, just kidding. <laughs> so Pacific Clay, uh, you guys are in a good position, um, namely because there are three brick manufacturers in California. You may or may not know this. Um, that is, and I'm going to name a few other brands, which is fine. It's, it's Pacific Clay, um, McNear, and Muddix. Those are the three in California. And it's kind of a nice thing to have three in one state, although I think Texas has six or seven just small ones dotted around, too, that they're not as large as us. Um, saying that, you guys have been a a uh, distributor for Pacific Clay for quite a long time. Um, although taking a walk in your yard, I don't see any Pacific Clay out there. We're going to change that. Um, I see other brands, which is completely fine. Um, I come from the material, um, building material sales myself. So I know kind of what you guys are up against. I know there's a lot of natural stone, uh, a lot of block, um, there's just so much stuff you guys have to know. And it was such a blessing for me to actually transition into focusing on just brick, which is nice. I can, um, can really concentrate. And I think there's only like 27 SKUs, which is a lot better than a couple thousand SKUs. So Pacific Clay has been around a very long time. Um, Corner Stove and Castle and Cook building materials established in 1891, situated on 13,704, excuse me, 74 acres. Uh, we produce capacity about 75 million per year. Um, industry leader in product innovation and quality growth by exceeding our customers' expectations. Um, let's see, that's not really coming through. We have four different companies under our umbrella. You can't really see it really good. Uh, Pacific Clay, we have Ready Mix Concrete, um, Yankee Hill, and of course, some washed concrete products. So I'm going to zip through some of this. So just so you know, this PK presentation is a little old, so I'm going to zip through a whole bunch. So I, I apologize if I'm confusing you. Uh, bring back, we're going to talk about brick manufacturing. Basically, we get the raw clay. We have a huge... Um, pile or we have land that has at least 150 years worth of clay pile for us so we're not going to run out anytime soon we take the ray clay from the earth and we blend it we cross cut it uh, which is we layer it in the ground and then we blend it with the big machines put it into piles we screen it, we grind it to get it down to the size we need, and it gets put in silos. Then it goes to a pug mill. On the left, you're going to see this is right before the extruding process, just like a, a 
clay when you're little playing with play-doh clay it gets shoved through a extruder or a die under immense pressure and it comes out the size we're looking for and it gets cut with a real cutter or a push through cutter um, or we'll talk later you get a smooth look to it as well it's pretty cool if you have if we ever do a uh, a walkthrough of our plant we'll put you guys up in a hotel for a night and we can do a full walkthrough maybe in the summertime when it's 110 degrees hmm. So setting the green brick is basically green is before the kiln. What we're trying to do is dry it out before it gets into the kiln. We want to get it down to at least 6% moisture content. Some are done by robots. Here's a holding room. This is our traditional dryer. Typically, depending on the size, gets in there for anywhere from 24 hours to 48 hours. Again, that moisture content has to get down to 6% moisture or else once it gets to that kiln, that kiln gets up to 2000 degrees and above, it can explode. If you think about a lot of, you know, if it's above like 10% moisture, it's gonna explode and ruin all the brick underneath on top and all over it. Then it's gonna go into the kiln. Um, fast fire is just a stack of four on the right. You're going to see fast fire kiln. It goes through a lot quicker. On the left is a traditional kiln, and that's set up stacked um, very high. Excuse me, we can go back there. So it takes a lot longer to, to run through this kiln. It's about the size of a football field. It's pretty cool. If you ever go witness it, it's pretty scary. It's hell right in front of your eyes. So to get the temperature that we're looking for, we use cones. And cones are placed on the kiln cart with brick uh, through the firing process to measure the temperature. Each cone has a different melting point, and the direction of the bent cone tells us what temperature it reached. It's pretty cool. So each cone will bend slightly to different angles at different temperatures, telling us what temperature the brick experienced. Um, there's other ways to know as well, but that's a good visual for us to know what temperature we're at. The finished products gets palletized and ready for shipping. Again, I'm gonna zip through this. This is pretty obvious stuff. And that is slide number 20. And we're gonna zip through to 25. So the color of the brick mm -hmm. uh, happens from the kiln process or do you add something before it extruded into that long Thing of clay. Sure. So that's a good question. Typically, about 30% of the color comes from the recipe or the ingredients that we mix with it. There are some color additives, not much, but the majority of the color that comes, believe it or not, is within a 300 degree temperature. So if we fire a brick at 1850, that same brick, if we fire at 2150, at 300 degrees higher is going to turn a completely different color. So it's really a temperature adjustment that creates that color variation. In flashed brick, we will inject oxygen in the center of the hottest part of the kiln. And what does oxygen do when you enter it into gas? It ignites. And so that flash burns the outside of that brick, leaving those brick marks that they're stacked on. And in our case, we have 
some brick that is known to Pacific clay called iron spot, and that's typically found in our clay deposits. There's only one other brick manufacturer that can make that iron spot look. And all you counter guys and outside guys, you may already know this, but if you hear anyone talking about iron spot or Endicott, Endicott is a another manufacturer back east, uh, which is they call high end. It's very expensive, of course, logistically, it's expensive to get there to transport it here. We have that same clay pile, which means if you hear iron spot, you should automatically think Pacific clay because no one else can make those colors except for us. And architects love to design with the iron spot look. Um, you have, I was going to bring some up from downstairs in your showroom. We have some of those on hand in sample boards that you guys can look at. And in your um, brochures you have there, you'll see it in the Facebook, Facebook, excuse me, Facebook. <laughs> you know what I was doing last night? Facebook and thin brick brochures. So specifically, face brick. Face brick is basically, as you see, um, it's a full brick. Well, let's see. I'm just looking at the wrong screen. So we could do basically four different brochures you have in front of you for the ones that are here. It's face brick, thin brick, brick pavers, and bullnose. Bullnose and wall caps are going to be in the same brochure. Uh, we do all colors of fire brick as well, like everybody else. Um, Glazed brick is something that we're working on right now. We are trying to get the recipe perfected to where we don't get what's called crazing. And crazing is that crackling look after a while. So we're trying to make it uh, refine it a little bit. So that's a little premature to get this out there. Face brick. Thin brick, just like everybody else. Pacific, uh, Pacific Clay Modular is going to be the basic size, which is three and five eighths by two and a quarter by seven and an eighth. The thin brick is the same, except it's five eighths inch thick instead of three and five eighths. So five eighths is the thickness of all of our thin brick. And I brought some examples here. We actually have a breakaway brick where you can break it on the corner of a desk and it falls into a flat. Some manufacturers like to cut them. Um, some have like a multi-wire, uh, I think they call it a cluster brick to where they run a wire through the center of it. Four, four different wires, you could break it into with a chisel and it comes out into five different pieces. We don't do it like that. We just get two pieces out of each brick. And it makes for a much more controlled, uh, higher dimensional tolerance brick. Pacific Clay face brick. And here's some examples of face brick projects that we've done. Exterior, interior. And we're going to skip up to number is that 29. We're going to go up to 37. Again, I apologize for the jumping through. Some things don't really pertain to this PK. Okay, additional face brick sizes. A lot of architects like to design with the Norman size, which is a long linear look. Um, the classic look uh, right now, modern is very, very popular. Whites, 
blacks, grays, and the long linear look are very popular, and we can do all those. The Roman look um, is one and five eighths thick, which is a really nice look when designed. The thin brick, we also have Norman and Utility, which is on the back of your thin brick brochure. Again, all these sizes are on the back of the brochure, so you can look at them when you have time. Pacific Clay brick pavers. Right now, pavers are extremely hot. Brick pavers are extremely hot. As we all know, coming from COVID, Everything's been backlogged for at least two to three months, sometimes longer for our manufactured stone, as we know. But in the paver side, our bare path, we are at six to eight weeks, and some colors we have in stock right now. Um, our bare path is our most popular brick paver, and it's as you look at the brochure, you'll see all of those colors available, all in the iron spot as well. They come with built-in lugs, so the spacing is built in so your installers can get that done quickly. So the clay paver is no different than a concrete paver as far as installation goes? As far as installation goes, no, there is no difference at all. So we have the thicker paver as well for um, for heavy duty use, for road, for road, for road use, and then light pedestrian. Uh, but as far as installation, same, same method goes. You can use a, well, you're probably going to use a sand set with a poly modified or a, um, the hardening sand brushed in between. Polymer, yeah. Um, polymer, yeah. What's that called again? Polymeric. Polymeric, thank you. I should know that. Um, pavers, not only in bare path, but we have them in tumbled, many different colors. Sand set, order set, and we're on 48. So with the built-in lugs you're calling them, the mm -hmm. bare path and the tumble, mission tumbled, and the bare path have the lugs, the other ones don't? That's correct. The only two that have that lug is the bare path and the mission. I brought one of the missions, or excuse me, the bare path, we can pass around so you guys can hear me. So we got we got to be careful if we're selling these as regular pavers installed the same way because if they don't have the lugs, you the, the, the joint for the poly to go down isn't going to be there. They'll space that themselves. The they installer should right. know. Well, yeah, but we install now. Yeah, installers right. have to know. I I, I got what you're saying. They should be able to communicate you that think with they you. They should know that, but they're not. They're yes. going to think, hey, it's whatever. We got to make sure we know that. Yeah. So, so you need to ask the question. Yes. Right. And most of the concrete, well, there are some concrete pavers that have a built-in lug. Well, almost all of them are designed so you put them together and they're 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 wedged at the top, sand can get down. I see. They're double to go in. Okay. So it's kind of like a lug to uh, allow this in. You're talking about like so like if it doesn't have the lug and you, you roll over it, it'll move, right? It'll shift. Well, if you don't have it set properly, it's gonna move. Right. If you don't have the polymeric sand set in there. If you have a concrete set that's usually with a thinner material, like you would natural stone thin, it shouldn't move. But yes, you need to set these up against each other. So any type of movement is going to create some decay on the brick. And the installer, again, should know how to install these without. Or the lugs for pervious. 
to open a bigger gap. So this is going to have a built-in gap to it. That is the gap. Right. It's going to have a built-in gap where the other one just butt together. Well, that's just it. You shouldn't have them butt together. It's some you can, but not road in in heavy heavy vehicular should never be butted next to each other. Yeah. There should be a gap in there with some type of filler in that. Yeah. Always. Yeah, and all the pavers have all the concrete pavers all have a little teeny gap so the sand so the poly sand can get in there. Yeah. Okay. I'm well, not really familiar. Only, only your two styles have that. Yeah. So the other ones, right, right, right. I see where you're going with this. So yeah, if you right. want to use those as road base, right, you gotta make sure they're creating that gap. So clay pavers have a higher PSI than concrete. Nothing wrong with concrete pavers at all. Um, they are a colored top coat, so they are going to fade after time. It's just the way, the way it is. Clay is a through body. If you break it, that color is all the way through to the center. So the, the older they are, clay is going to be there another 100 years. Um, brick is the oldest building material. Great Wall of China. <laughs> I should know how old that is, but it's extremely old. It's still there. We're on number 60. We're going to jump to 66. Nope, oh, let's go back. Pacific Clay got in the business uh, 25 years ago with the bullnose. Bullnose, extremely popular. and We were the ones to go, go to get bullnose. Um, since then, everyone's making a bullnose now. And more to the point, when you're doing pool coping, a lot of designers don't like to really deal with brick. They like to design with natural stone, and there's many more materials that they can use coping. So bullnose is still used a lot for wall capping um, and pool coping, but Pacific Clay has many different colors. Just so you guys know, we're looking at a nine-inch double bullnose. Uh, I'm glad I skipped by the, or stopped on this because we have discontinued the double bullnose. We found that they just weren't selling and most of the guys were buying a nine or a 12 inch bullnose and cutting it and butting them back together to do that wall cap. So it just made, I mean, yeah, there's gonna be a grout joint in there, but that's the way it was just going to. So we discontinued the double bullnose. Texas bullnose. Pro finish, so you can finish the end of a wall cap. Safety grip used to be very popular. Still have tons of it. Retrofits, that long linear look. And everything, again, is in your bullnose brochure. All the sizes on the back. Capella wall caps, beautiful, beautiful wall cap. Heavy duty. Of course, fire brick. We do all the colors that everybody else does. Readily available on the ground at Lake Elsinore right now. 75 creates old world looks on fireplaces. 83. Show you some large projects that we've done. This is in Houston, Texas, San Diego, San Francisco, Museum of Modern Arts. We're dealing with a couple other huge projects in the Bay Area right now actually all over LA. It's a busy time, as we all know. Jump to 104. 
So at this point, now that I realize there's so many people um, on virtually, I really can't go through the, I can go through the brochure, but you don't have one at home with you unless you go on digitally and look at it. So um, we're just gonna talk about the, uh, the ASTM standards for thin brick and face brick. Um, and you may not know this, some may, for Pacific Clay, there is three types of specifications for face brick and thin brick. And this is talking about the tolerance, like how tight the brick is. Um, TBS is a standard. TB stands for um, thin brick standard. And this slide we show face brick, which is in your face brick catalog, full brick with cord. Um, TBS, all of Pacific Clay material, face brick and thin brick is a TBX standard, which is a extra standard, which means we go through a different one extra step process in the brick manufacturing, which allows us to be within a much tighter tolerance. Installers love it. I mean, there is going to be a few that get through that are a few banana shaped stuff, but you're going to get a lot less per uh, percentage of out of tolerance brick than any other manufacturer. Architects love to design with this just because they know that their design is going to look very good. And we're pretty much at the same cost as everybody else as well. So keep that in mind if someone's real picky, um, you're dealing with a picky architect or a picky homeowner and they definitely want brick, you're going to probably want to go with Pacific Clay. It's going to be a, a, a TBX or an FBX specification. We're going to jump to 107. Again, the PSI for our pavers, just want to jump back. And this is going to be the last one I'm going to talk about just because, again, I apologize. This slideshow is pretty old and not pertaining to what we need to cover here today. The PSI on particularly this uh, bear path, let me jump to this one more here. There we go. Sorry, let me go back one more. So again, these are talking about all the tests we do for crush tests. They have to reach a minute of 3000 PSI. Brick hits, actually hits anywhere from 8000 to 20, the low 20,000 PSI in the crush tests. And I know in this area, I spoke to Ernesto, and I know the percentage of brick that you guys sell. Um, it's not real high. I mean, there's a lot of call in this territory for natural stone, um, but brick is actually coming back in popular because of the new colors we have out. And I, I urge you to look at the new colors that Pacific Clay has. Uh, we have the white Denali um, that matches with the really high end mo modern look that a lot of people are looking for and utilize the brochures that are in your showroom. If you guys need different samples as far as uh, individual pieces, I can order those for you. Send them right to your customer or your architect. Um, And that's it. That's all as far as I'm going to go on the slide because the rest of the stuff is um, 
kind of gibberish and doesn't pertain to to this PK. So thank you everyone for joining online. I appreciate your time and I look forward to getting calls from you guys. You can call me anytime from the counter or outside sales guys. I'm always available. Um, my territory is pretty huge, so I cover all of your locations. Uh, I've been to the Redwood City Yard many times. Uh, I need to get my my butt out here more often to your yard as well. So thank you for joining us. And there's goodies here that you guys at home cannot have. So everyone here is going to eat them. Can I ask Thanks. a question? Certainly. Yeah. I was going to say, are there any questions? <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe we need some brochures here in Watsonville at the Watsonville branch. This is okay. Mary, by the way. Hi, Mary. Hi. Uh, Mary, I was over there a couple weeks ago and I didn't leave any brochures, did I? I don't, I don't believe so. I believe we need some. Okay, I did leave some brochure or some samples. You got those, correct? I haven't checked, but they're, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, they're here. Uh, yeah, because I think I set them up against the safe there and you told me to, yes, exactly. to pick them off the safe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I'll make sure, actually, I might even be there today on my way home. I'll drop off some brochures for you. Okay, that'd be great. Thank Thanks. you. Sure. Any other questions? Yeah, I've got a question. Regarding uh, fireplace flues, the terracotta flues, um, you know, there's still masons out there that utilize them. And I know we used to get them from a local source out here who no longer um, has them in stock anymore. And I've been buying pallets through you guys um, when needed uh, for customers. Um, I'm not sure why we don't stock them anymore. Um, I think a lot, of, a lot of it had to do with the breaking issue and um, room, right? Absolutely. I so just wanted who, to bring that up. Who am I talking to? This is a junior. Joe Carrasco, outside sales. Okay, Junior, I, I'm going to get your number and I'll talk to you more about that later because I have to get some more information on the terracotta flues. Oh, <laughs> so I, I'll I'll find out from my boss what's going on with because I'm not even sure if Pacific Clay is involved in any of the terracotta. When is the last time you ordered them, Junior? It's been. Uh, I had an order order for a customer and it's been a while. Okay. And yeah, let me let me find out more information on the terracotta flues because it's really not my my area. I think it's a different side. So I'll find out, Junior, and I'll and I'll get to you and let you know. Thank you. Absolutely. Any other questions? So what that color that you have right here is a, is available? The material? The colors. The colors are all available. Yes. Available like here. We order, we have it here in a week. So the, we the, order you can make it have it here. Oh no, no, we will we'll never if it, the order is big enough, if it's for a large project. We're talking about stock. He's talking about stock. Okay, so if it's a large enough order, we don't have it, we will make it for you. But for stock, like everyone else, depending on the color, um, we may or may not. That's where you that's where I come in. You'll have to contact me. I'll let you know what we have available. And if it's not available, when it's in the queue to go through the kiln and be processed. So right now, the worst case scenario, we're eight to 12 weeks out. And that's very popular, um, uh, a 
charcoal right now. This is, our charcoal is really black, black. It's yeah. smooth, Norman thin charcoal. Very popular. Um, now, do you have a list of products that you'll have on the ground 90% of the time ready to go for orders? In other words, you've got so many different products. Are there like five colors and styles that say, hey, we, 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 we have these all the time? In other words, for, for retail environment, for these guys, we, we try to project out sales, but if we get a, we have two or three truckloads of a product, and next thing you know, all of a sudden it's gone, and our customer says, hey, I'm in the middle of a project, where's it at? We're, we're the what's the bread, butter, and milk at 7-Eleven? You go to bread 7-Eleven, yep. they're always going to have those. These are good what, questions. What, what are those products that you have that, that are bread, butter, and milk for 7-Eleven? Gotcha. So I'm going to answer that question in two parts. First part is most distributors, you should have this in stock. They are, they are purchasing and buying a truckload and keeping it at their yard for those customers who need it now, that day. Right. So, so when that truckload runs out, well, even if, again, like if somebody comes in and takes 10 pallets and guy takes eight, I'm out. I've got to call you. Give me another That would load. be great if that happens. <laughs> no, it happens. Yeah, it does. And I mean, I wish it happened more, uh, more often because what typically what usually happens is you have three to four pallets left and you place your order, right? And then you have it in another week and a half. And that's managing your inventory properly, but you never know. That's fine, a week and a half, fine. But you're saying six, eight weeks. What, what are the products you have that we- So Sunset Red, the reds are can, always can, super- can you, can you send Ernie a list of these are the products that we have on the ground on a regular basis? Absolutely, what we try to keep on the ground. And we all know due to COVID, um, I'm gonna share a little sad story real quick because I know my time's up. Um, a lot of people left businesses during COVID, right? Um, and they didn't come back. So we're working on like a many brick plants, a lot of like a lot of production plants, half crew. So we are scrambling to cover every area. That crew runs to every area and tries to take care of packaging, to extruding, to every process of the plant. So that's why a lot of people are backed up because they just don't have the inventory. So right now it's a little longer than normal, but we are less longer, that makes sense, than most all other brick plants in the majority of our colors. And I will get that, get that to you, what we have on the ground. And it's the popular colors that you want, the colors that sell. And that changes. Right now, the colors are whites, grays, and blacks. That's the hot color. But there are red for the, for the homeowners that want a few for a fireplace or a feature wall. They'll want some red or like a uh, an old world look, tumbled uh, reds with some grays mixed in. Um, and those we usually have in stock, but I'll get that to you. Thank you. Absolutely. Any other questions? Thanks for coming, guys. Appreciate you. Have a great day. Feel free to call me anytime if you have any questions.